0: Thank you for listening and good night. WDAF, Kansas City.
1: Henry, WDAF local news at 11 o'clock. The outlook for Kansas City, a chance for showers tonight, mild tomorrow. A residence fire, believed to have started when children played with matches, has taken the life of an elderly woman babysitter and one of the infants in her care in Kansas City, Kansas. Dead is 85-year-old Mrs. Jenny Earhart of 1735 Waverly and 14-month-old Charles Elkins. The fire occurred in the Elkins' home at 2313 North 77th. Two other... Four-year-old children in Mrs. Earhart's care escaped without injury. Several persons, including a passerby who tried to assist in a rescue attempt, and the dead child's mother were admitted to Bethany Hospital. Another resident of the house, 53-year-old Stanley Elvin, suffered shock and exhaustion while attempting to fight the blaze. He also was hospitalized. Kansas City, Missouri firemen used about ten pieces of equipment in fighting a blaze in the Knollwood Apartments at 1401 Northeast Vivian Road tonight. It's a three-story apartment complex, and there were reports that some third-floor residents had to be assisted by firemen in escaping the building. No injuries were reported, however, and the cause of that blaze not yet determined. Kansas City, Missouri schools will reopen Friday with teachers and staff reporting tomorrow. This order from school superintendent Robert Medcalf and the school board, despite the failure of recent efforts to bring a halt to the teacher strike
2: of the hour on the hour from American Information Radio. This is Richard Wall from Los Angeles and at this hour, a federal grand jury is investigating Monday's bank robbery in San Francisco and whether Patricia Hearst took part in the holdup willingly. Attorney General William Saxby says she did, but Patricia's father, Randolph Hearst, calls Saxby's view speculation. In Washington, correspondent David Schumacher reports on the change of tactics by investigators of the Hearst kidnapping since Monday. The robbery has changed the Kid Glove's approach to the search for Miss Hurst. Until now, agents have been afraid of doing anything that might jeopardize her safety. Entire neighborhoods of San Francisco were declared off-limits in the investigation. Now, we're told by sources at FBI headquarters, the search will be more aggressive. But once Miss Hurst is located, the final decision to act has been strictly reserved for FBI Director Clarence Kelly personally. David Schumacher, ABC News, Washington. A Nixon promise to Latin America. That story coming up.
3: This woman is speaking in behalf of the refugees in Cambodia She tells us that in Cambodia today One million men, women and children are homeless and in need of shelter Massive aid is needed to help these people Care is distributing rice, dry fish and other foods CARE is providing medicines and supplying refugee kits, which contain
4: cooking utensils,
1: sewing kits, and material for clothing. CARE is also distributing mosquito netting, blankets, and straw mats to
4: sleep on.
0: As soon as conditions permit, CARE will assist Cambodian refugees to
3: rebuild their homes
0: and communities and
3: help the people get back to work so that they can help themselves. They are very grateful for this desperately needed help.
1: Your contribution to CARE makes possible this help. Please
3: send your dollars to CARE, Department 2, New York, 10016.
2: President Nixon has promised to work with Latin American and Caribbean governments to keep peace in the hemisphere. And at a White House dinner tonight, the president told foreign ministers from those countries...
5: On the political side, you can expect that the United States will not seek to impose its political preferences on your countries. That is your decision. We will not intervene in the domestic affairs of others in this hemisphere. And finally, and of keen interest tonight... We have a mutual interest in economic growth and prosperity for all the nations in this hemisphere.
2: President Nixon asked the group to join him in a toast to what he called a new spirit of solidarity in the hemisphere. The White House says President Nixon is neither dismayed nor disheartened by the Democratic win in Michigan's 8th Congressional District, but Republican National Chairman George Bush says he's terribly disappointed by the GOP loss. Republican Senator Charles Percy says it would probably help the GOP if President Nixon were to resign. The New York Daily News says the City Bar Association is investigating possible misconduct by President Nixon and four other lawyers, including John Mitchell, David Young, and Gordon Strawn. John Ehrlichman denies a report that he's become disenchanted with President Nixon and feels the president's lost his effectiveness. The story was by the Los Angeles Times, and in Seattle, Ehrlichman read from a statement.
5: The story is incorrect in its references to my attitude toward the president. In terms of accomplishment... It's my belief that his domestic record has been,
2: in every respect, as excellent as his record in foreign affairs. Ehrlichman also denied that he's been plea bargaining with the Watergate prosecutor's office. A supermarket survey by the American National Cattlemen's Association shows retail beef prices have dropped 24.5 cents a pound on the average in supermarkets across the U.S. in the past two months. Cost of Living Council Director John Dunlop says steel firms estimate their costs will rise 13.6% by July 31st. Dunlop says that means higher steel prices and substantial inflationary pressures on the
1: economy. This is Information Radio News. From the Kirkmer Sports Desk, after last night's loss to the Texas Rangers, the Kansas City Royals are trying to even that two-game series tonight. There was a surprise in the multi-phase draft of players by the ABA today. A high school player, 6'11 Moses Malone from Virginia, was drafted by the Utah Stars. The Stars say they won't pressure him into signing. The Kansas relays begin today. They ran through, run through Saturday with more than 1,800 athletes competing and Ed Garvey, the director of the NFL Players Association, has very the boycott of players from off-season practice because of the lack of agreement on insurance. The Kansas City forecast mostly cloudy with a chance for a shower or thunder shower tonight and a low in the upper 40s. It should clear up tomorrow with mostly sunny skies, a high near 75. Dan Henry, WDAF News.
3: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Welcome to the terrifying world of your own imagination. There are many fearful places that surround us. Ancient houses where ancient whispers never die out. Evil lands where the light of reason vanishes. But the most horrifying of all lies deep inside of us. Few of us dare look into our minds and hearts and souls. And when we do, we find it more than we can bear. This is essentially what happens in this tale of Joseph Compertino. A young man who looked into the souls of others only to find destruction.
6: I don't need your help, Father. I think you do. You told me how much you loved our Savior and St. Joseph. You're not appealing to them now, are you? I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do. The incense, the magic circle on the floor, the cabalistic figures. You're reaching for the hand. What if I am? What good did my piety do? I lost my parents, then Effie. Perhaps I'll get some help now. From Satan? You don't want his help. He doesn't share. He possesses. I want revenge, Father. I want to see the man who killed Effie suffer as I am. I want to see him in the same kind of torture. He is, Joe. Believe me, he is in torture.
3: Our mystery drama, The Horror Within, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Milt Wissoff and stars Don Scardino. It is sponsored in part by the Kellogg Company, makers of Kellogg Special K cereal, and by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, brewers of Budweiser. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Great taste in the morning. Kellogg's Kellogg's has that wholesome taste to get you up and grinning. This is Jerry Coffer for Kellogg Special K. You know, for years we've been talking about the Special K breakfast, a great way to start the day if you have a weight problem. You may have seen or heard our latest commercials, which symbolize the problem of being a few pounds overweight by using this ball and chain. That's the sound effect. But so many people have come to know the Special K breakfast that can help solve weight problems. They sometimes forget that Special K is America's favorite high-protein cereal. It has eight essential vitamins and iron, and so delicious that lots of folks, kids as well as adults, Eat Special K just for the sheer good taste of it. So we don't want you to think that you have to wear a wall and chain to eat Special K. All you need is an appreciation for the finer things of life, a one-ounce bowl of Special K, four ounces of skim milk, tomato juice, coffee, and maybe a little sugar. The Special K breakfast can help you lose weight all by itself, but it really is a good start.
5: You're 17. Well, that's plenty old. Old enough to know about things like grass and speed and acid and smack. We probably can't tell you anything about the stuff you haven't already heard. Or maybe even found out for yourself. So, we don't intend to give you any advice. You wouldn't listen. But the trouble is, neither will your kid brother. He doesn't know half of what you know. He doesn't know how dope can affect your body. He's never spent a violent night hugging a friend who was on a bad trip... I watch a guy not off in class and fall to the floor. He's just a kid. And a real setup for anybody out there selling the stuff. We'd like to warn your little brother. Too bad he doesn't trust us. We can't get to him. But maybe you can. An Advertising Council Campaign.
3: been said that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. In our weird tale, the journey of a thousand horrors starts in the light of day in a most prosaic fashion. Joe Compertino, who has been orphaned, is on his way to visit his uncle in the city. He waits in a diner for a truck driver to finish his
4: meal. Have something to eat, Joe. I'm not hungry. Well, how about a sandwich or some soup? Hey, it's chowder. It's nice and thick. No,
6: Effie, I don't want any. I've got to save the little money I have. It's a long trip. Oh, I wish I were going, too. Any place is better than this.
4: Oh, it's not a bad town, Joe. The people don't mean any harm. Oh,
6: sure, they don't mean any harm. Calling me a nut all the time, making fun of me. Oh, now
4: relax, Joe. You're getting excited again.
6: Yeah, I guess you're right. They're not worth it. I wish you were coming along.
4: Yeah, what what would your uncle say?
6: I don't know. I only saw Uncle Pietro once, when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. He came to visit. Oh,
4: hey, look, Joe, that truck driver is getting ready to leave.
6: Oh, okay, I guess I'd better Yeah, sure. Sure, you better go. All right, Effie. Yeah. And thanks for getting me the ride. You ready, kid? Let's go. There she is. The pride of the Manchester fleet. Hop in. How far did you say you were gone? Elk City. Why? My uncle lives there. Well, what about your folks? Well, they're both... They're both dead. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, you gonna stay with your uncle? I don't know. Sure you will. Blood's thicker than water, right? And God makes brothers of us all. Well, I don't know if i go that far. Oh, but it's true. God is everything. He creates life. And takes it away. Don't say that. All right, come off it, kid. I was just kidding.
1: I believe in God.
6: Do you really believe in him? Do you have so much faith that you can feel him close to you? Oh, well, uh... I do. When I concentrate, I can almost feel as if I'm one with him. He makes me see things. Look, kid, maybe you better get some shut-eye, huh? We got a ways to go yet. I see things happen halfway across the world. Wars, plane crashes, floods. They all come true. Hey, yeah, sure. Uh, you want some coffee, that thermos? No, thanks. Uh, this is a fast day for me. Like my namesake, St. Joseph. It helps me focus my concentration so I can do what I want to do. Like what? Move things without touching them. (laughs) Hey, you'll be great in my business. You could offload this truck by yourself. And like St. Joseph, I can fly. Fly? Yes. The Lord gives me these powers. Look, dummy. I gave you a ride against company regulations because I felt sorry for you. Jenny told me you were a nut, but I said, what the heck? But I ain't going to stand for that kind of talk. I'm a church-going Christian, and I don't stand for no blasphemy. Get your butt out of here. You'll regret this. Sure, sure. Just beat it. Take my advice. See you shrink. Lord, make him see the true light. Lead him from transgression. Thank you, Lord. open. Who are you? Uh, I'm Joseph. Joseph Compertino, Uncle Pietro. Peter, kid. Pete Compton. Don't you forget it. What are you doing here? You're the only one I have left. What? Papa, he's dead. A fire in the house. Oh, good Lord. Why didn't you let me know? It happened so suddenly, and there wasn't much left for a funeral. I just buried him in... Oh, you poor kid. Yeah. How about something to eat? No. It's a fast day. Well, you take after your mother. What's wrong with that? Nothing, kid. Nothing. don't have to jump down my throat. She was a saint. I learned a great deal from my mother about sin and, and worldliness. Well, what are we going to do about you? Just give me a job and a place to stay. That's all I need. Yeah, I suppose I could use you around the club. You could clean the place, run sandwiches and coffee for the poker players. Poker players? Sure, what'd you think this is, a church? I run a little club here where the guys can get together for a little fun. Got any objections? No, Uncle Pietro. Pete. Call me Pete, I told you. I'm sorry, Pete. I mean no harm.
5: Sure, kid. Now, let me see... Where can you stay? I can't put you up at the house. I haven't got any
6: room. I I could stay here. It would make it easier for me to keep the place clean. In that case, make yourself at home. Well, how do you like it? The club is crowded. So many men. It's a big night. Friday. Payday. Guys want to blow off a little steam. You know how it is. You work in the mill all week. It's a grind. They need something to take the taste out of their mouths. They can find comfort in the Lord. Sure, but now they need action. A little gambling's a lot better than uh, some things they could be doing, huh? Hey, hey,
0: where's the
6: beer? (laughs) Here, Joe, take this order to the table. Move. Uh, What do you call this jerk, huh? A hamburger. No, kid. Well, I am glad you told me. I never know. Hey, what do you know, fellas? It's a hamburger. <laughs> Is something wrong, Ollie? Nah, nah, nothing much. Just that I ordered a cold-cuts hero when I get a hamburger. No, he said a hamburger. Who asked you? Look, Ollie, the kid's new. I'll get you a hero. On the house. Nah, nah, nah. Forget it, forget it, forget about it. Hamburger's okay. Hey, uh, just watch him, will you? I think he ain't got all his marbles. <laughs> uh, watch yourself, Joe. Just be a little more careful in the future. He's the one that should be more careful. Not me.
3: Hey, Pete, get a load of this, will you? Hey, <laughs> look
6: at my home card. That's not bad, huh? Well, suckers, it's going to cost you plenty to see what Pete saw. Now, raise the pot that's on the table, let us
0: <laughs> Oh, the only one with guts. okay. Here they are, Brennan. Five little hearts, four through eight,
6: straight, flush, pal. <laughs> They're not all hearts, Sully. Your whole
5: card is a diamond.
6: Ah, you're crazy. It's four hearts, I'd say. T- hey, who switched cards?
5: Oh, it's you, you, you
6: little punk, you bird brain. You must have done it when you were setting the sandwiches. Hey, come on, Ollie. No, no, the kid
5: never touched the card. I'm going to take you apart, squirt boy. You're going to be... Come on. One, sorry.
7: Hey, come on.
5: Come on, stop come on. it. Ollie. <laughs> What's wrong with you?
4: <laughs> it's him.
5: Get rid of him, Peter. Take it easy, Ollie.
6: You're going to be all right. Hey, get a doctor. Somebody get an ambulance. It's too late, Pete. He's dead. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. It's crazy. He thought you had something to do with it. I didn't harm him, Pete. I swear I didn't. I I wouldn't take a life. Relax, Joe. I know you didn't. Excitement was just too much. Funny about that card, though. It wasn't like Ollie to pluck everything down on a four flush. I had nothing to do with his death. Yeah, I know. What's eating you, kid? Come on, spill it. I'm the only family you got. Nothing. Just nothing. Okay, don't tell me. I don't give a damn. Oh, don't be angry, Uncle Pietro. Uh, Pete. I wonder sometimes. What? Why nobody likes me. Lots of people do. Who? I
5: like you. That's who.
6: I, I want people to say nice things to me. And you got to learn to give and take. Besides, you keep saying wild things all the time about your powers. Oh, they're not my powers. They're the Lord's. You see what I mean? But it's true. I'm his vessel. We all are. He-, he pours his powers into all of us, but only a few like me can retain them. But how do you do it? With faith. And deep concentration. You really believe that? Well, of course I do. And so should you. Never lose faith. If you do, you will never have any hope. Well, let's wrap it up and go home. You've used that brush on the floor long enough save some of it for tomorrow. You really think that you can... I know it. Let me show you. Oh... Hold on. Before you deal the cards, let me cut the deck. It makes no difference. Okay, if it makes no difference, let me cut. All right, I'm going to deal five cards face down. We'll both call them. And if you don't call as many as I do, then you promise to lay off? I promise. Well, go ahead, cut. That one. It's the Queen of Spades. No, Peter. It's the Ten of Hearts. Turn it over. I had a lucky hit. And try it again. Four clubs. Nope. Eight of diamonds. That's two in a row. Still believe it's luck? Let me see that deck. I know every kind of marked deck. <laughs> You're just wasting your time. You open the deck. You know it's legitimate. Uh, why am I bothering with... Let's knock it off for tonight. Tomorrow's... Here, watch this. Nine of spades. Jack of hearts. And, uh... uh three of diamonds. Ah, it's a two of diamonds. All right, four out of five isn't bad, is it, Pete? Um, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I don't know what the trick is. but We could sure clean up with it. No, I don't use my powers for profit. Who's asking you to? You can do an act. Amuse the customers when they get tired of playing. You sit in as a dealer for the house, and when things get dull, you do your stuff. Yeah, they'll get a kick out of it. I don't like to use my powers lightly. Do you want to keep on eating? Okay, okay, forget it. Well, just this once, Pete. But don't ask me again.
3: A deal has been made between Joe and his Uncle Peter. It seems so simple and so innocent on the surface. But like most seemingly simple matters, who knows what currents and eddies swirl beneath the surface... We will, I trust, no more when we return shortly with Act 2.
4: Hello, Ms. Goldilocks here, and welcome to my professional taste-testing laboratory. Oh, Papa Bear, mm-hmm. could you bring that case of Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up over here?
6: Another case? Miss Goldilocks, you're drinking this Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up like there's no tomorrow. You can't still be taste-testing it. Oh, no, Papa Bear. Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up has already
4: earned my seal of approval. It's Fresh, light, natural. Delicious. I drink it because I love its taste. Now hurry up.
6: Okay, okay.
7: Here. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. This sugar-free
6: diet 7-Up really tastes delicious. Ladies, if you're tired of switching from one diet drink to another, take some advice from Ms. Goldilocks. Try sugar-free diet 7-Up and you'll say, Yes, this one's
7: just
0: Right. I'll bear witness to that, Goldie. (laughs) Hi, I'm Hal Linden. There's a lot of talk these days about America's energy crisis. Talk about doing without heat, about doing without our cars, about what's going to happen if we run out of fuel. Well, we may not have to run out of fuel if we all work together to conserve the fuel we have. That means turning your thermostats down to 68 degrees during the day and turning them down to 60 at night. It means turning off lights, TV sets, and electrical appliances the minute we're finished with them. It means driving no faster than 50, starting or joining carpools, avoiding the kind of stop-and-go motoring that eats up gas by the gallon. In short, it means saving every ounce of energy we can, every chance we get. So please, do your part to make the fuel supply stretch a little further. For your own sake, Don't be selfish. Don't be foolish. Don't be fuelish. This message from the Federal Energy Office and the Advertising Council.
3: We all know that small compromises can lead to large disasters. The pretty lady verging on plumpness who diets with might and main to keep her poundage down knows full well that one excursion into the land of calories can mean a plunge into the worlds of pounds. Shall we then wonder that Joseph's consent to turn his powers to profits for his uncle will inevitably result in the loss of all he holds dear? We shall see as we return now to act two. Of the horror within.
6: (laughs) That was great, kid. The suckers loved it. Yeah. (laughs) I thought Handelman would have a fit when you called his whole (laughs) card. He thought I was cheating, using a marked deck. He wouldn't believe me even when I told him to pick any deck. Well, don't worry about it. That's just his way. Come on, let's go back to the kitchen. You got a surprise for me? That's right. I don't mind doing the dishes. I hope you can't read everything I'm thinking. I don't try. Good. Joseph. Effie. How about that, kid? You didn't get the whole mess. Oh, what are you doing here? Effie?
4: Well, your uncle, he said I could work here.
6: Sure, why not? Business is good. We need another hand. I figured
5: since you and Effie used to get along so well oh, back home. Oh,
6: thank you, Uncle. Uh, Pete. Forget it. Just make sure you get the dishes done before we close. Huh? <laughs>
4: I've been, uh, looking for the cleanser.
6: Oh, don't worry about it. I'll do them. You just sit right there. Oh,
4: no, 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 no. I'll wash you dry. You sure? Well, of course. There's I want to earn my way. Boy, your uncle's a fine man.
6: No, he is. Even though he blows his top sometimes.
4: Yeah, I suppose you don't. Joe? You still do tricks?
6: Well, they're not tricks, Effie. I followed the example of my patron saint, St. Joseph. And I concentrate my powers like he did. Watch. This knife. Yeah. Hold it in your hands. Yeah? Okay, now keep still. Very, very still.
4: Oh. Joseph, it's getting warm. Mm hmm. It's bending. There. Oh hey, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's just like a magician I saw once.
6: It's it's not magic, Effie. It's a natural power. I read somewhere that most of us use only a small portion of our brain potential. uh, Less than 5%.
4: You mean that anyone can do what you just did?
6: Sure, most people can. I'm sure of it.
4: Hey, Joe, will you teach me? Will you show me how you did that?
6: If you want to, I can show you that and much more.
4: Like what?
6: Well, like hear what I have in my mind without my saying a word.
4: That'd be neat. We could talk and nobody would hear us.
6: I could show you how to move objects from across the room.
4: We could clean up from here.
6: I could even teach you how to fly.
4: Yeah, like Peter Pan. Hey, look, I'm flying.
6: Hey, You mustn't joke about it, Effie.
4: Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Joseph. Listen, I wasn't making fun of you. I, I was just happy.
6: Never make fun of me,
4: Effie. You're frightening me.
6: It's all over now. Let's let's finish the dishes.
4: I promise, Joseph. I'll never do it again.
6: Well, how do you like it?
4: Oh, it looks beautiful, Pete. Just beautiful. I mean, I can't believe it's the same club.
6: Nothing to it, Effie. Fake brick. Tile ceilings and a few yards of drinks. didn't cost much to change from poker to a supper club. But do you think it's wise? Look at the mob. The joint's
4: packed. People are dressed so nice, too. Hey, maybe we ought to pitch in and help, huh? No,
6: nothing doing. You and Joe are my star attraction. Well. Now, you do the act like i seen it, and we can't miss. But that was just for Effie and me, Pete. Uh, I I don't want to perform. Uh, Well, not in front of all these people. Are you scared, kid? Well, that's (laughs) natural. Everybody gets stage fright. No, no, it's not that. I told you before, my powers are between me and St. Joseph. I can't do it for money. What's the difference if you do it in the back room or out here?
4: Well, he's right, Joe. You can't hurt anybody with a little fun.
6: A little pleasure can help brighten up people's lives. That's you, Joe. What do you say? I'm going to introduce you and Effie. If you want to let me down, that's up to you. And now, folks, settle back. I hope you enjoyed your dinner. Oh, Oh, boy. Good, good. The Café Compton presents its star attraction, the Amazing Joseph and Company.
7: They'll entertain
6: you with an act never duplicated before in the history of the entertainment world. They'll read your thoughts, perform illusions, and here they are, the Amazing Joseph and Company. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My assistant will be seated on the stage as I go through the audience. She will receive the thoughts I send to her across space. You can give me any kind of message or clue, and I will transmit it to her. I'm in touch with a lady who has a question.
4: Is her name Cindy?
6: What? That is correct. She wants to know if you can tell her what color dress she is wearing.
4: She is wearing a blue gown with sequins. It is a size eight, I believe. <laughs> just,
6: uh, just the color was enough. All right, uh, you sir, may I have your note? Thank you. Uh, this gentleman wants to know if his partner is cheating on him.
4: Uh, your wife is. Perfectly faithful, sir. (laughs) Well,
6: I don't think that's what he meant, but I'm sure he's happy with the answer. Uh, One more question, please. One more question, please. Yes. This man wants... He wants to know...
4: Mr. Handelman, I can read a, a great many thoughts in your mind. Your check is $28.90, and you want to know if a $2 tip is enough? It is not.
6: <laughs> Joe, you were great tonight. Just great. Everybody loved your act. Hey, I better get out front now and help close the place down. We'll have a bite to eat later, okay?
4: Sure, Pete.
6: That Handleman, I hate him.
4: I know, Joey. You frighten me. and That's why I made a joke out of it. Uh, Joe, you wouldn't... No,
6: no, of course not. I'm a servant of the Lord. I do his bidding. That's why I wonder about all this. I feel it's wrong.
4: It's a lot better than what you wanted to do to Handelman. Joe, you think you could really... Do what you... If
6: God wills it.
4: Oh. Well, then you never will, because he preached love.
6: It's hard for me to feel love for someone who...
4: How about me? I love you, Effie. With all my heart, I love well, you. Well, then let's get married, Joe. Yeah, yeah, let's let's get married tonight. Tonight? But How can we? We'll go to Rapid Falls. There's the Justice of the Peace there. No, and we no,
6: get... Effie, no. We'll wait and get married properly in a church by a priest.
4: Well, if that's the way you want it, Joe, but let's do it soon.
6: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy that you want to marry me in such haste.
4: Yes, Joe, please, let's get married as soon as possible.
6: Well, that sounds more like desperation than what? romance.
4: I can't explain it, Joe, but I don't know, I feel well like something terrible is going to happen. I want to be your wife, Joe. I want us to be together for the rest of our life. No matter how much time we have left.
6: Good evening, Father. Am I late? No, no. You're the first one here, Mr. Compton. We have lots of time for the rehearsal. Is your nephew's family coming too? Well, I am his family. All that's left of it. And the bride-to-be... She has no one else but Joe and me, Father. I wonder what's keeping them. No, here comes the young man now. Joe, where you been? I called for Effie and she wasn't there. Is she here? No, don't worry. She'll be along in a minute. Probably had something to do. No, it's not that. What is it? I can see her. She's walking past the library. And someone is stopping her. She... She's frightened. I-, I must go to her. Oh, what was that all about? Uh, Joe, my nephew. He's not like other people. He, uh, he feels things, sees things. Uh, better call the police, father. May I? Oh, certainly. If you feel it's necessary. She's gone, Pete. Effie's gone. They'll find her, Joe. Just take it easy. You don't understand. Sure I do. You're upset.
5: Now, come on inside the house. We'll have a cup of tea.
6: He's right, Joe. There's nothing you can do now. The police are searching the town. I can't help I feel so useless. I've got no contact with her. I can't reach her. She must need me. Don't even think about it, Joe. Just come inside and rest. We'll wait with you. You may have been wrong, Joe. I mean, about what you think you saw. I didn't think I saw, Pete. I know I did. She was in trouble, I tell you. And now, nothing. There was no sign of struggle at the library. No one witnessed anything. You don't believe in me. Should I? Yes, I have the powers given me by the Lord. You are his servant, too. Are you sure? Your powers are from the Lord, Joe. As sure as I am that my name is Joseph, I have devoted my life to him and the ideals of St. Joseph. And I have been heard. Explain it to me, my son. Why? So you can laugh at me? No. I want to help you. Help me. Yes. Father, help me. Then go on. My mother was a saint. She taught me to worship, to revere the memory of St. Joseph, to follow in his footsteps. I tried. I poured all my energies into being one with St. Joseph. I learned how to direct all the forces of my mind and soul. E- even when I was very young, I could make objects move. I could see things that happened far away. Then one day she was gone and I was bitter. That's understandable. Well, for a while, I used my powers for for wicked things. People turned against me, and I became an outcast. Even my father drew away from me. Then my father was taken from me. I saw the light. I heard the blessed voice of St. Joseph, and he told me to return. And you're sure the voice you heard was St. Joseph's? Well, of course. Who else could it have been? Who else, Joseph? No, Father, no. The voice did not come from within me. Joseph, there are forces of good and evil in the world, and sometimes it's difficult to tell one from the other. Perhaps it was not the voice of heaven you heard. tonight. Oh, we're still mobbed. Why don't you get dressed, Joe? In a minute. Any news yet about Effie? Not a word. The cops are still on the lookout, but they haven't found anything. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. I told them where it happened and exactly what he looked like. Well, there must be hundreds of guys in town that fit the description you gave. You got to understand. I don't want to understand. I want to find Effie. I tell you, Pete, I saw her just as clearly as I see you now. She was walking by the library, and this guy passes her. And he turns back. Joe, the cops know all that. Well, then why don't they find her? Hello. Speaking. What's that? I see. Sure, sure, I understand. No, he's here with me. Yeah, we'll be done. What is it, Pete? It's Effie, isn't it? Yes, Joe. The cops. They found Effie. Where is she? Is she all right? Bad news, kid. I want to see her. You will, kid. They want us to identify her. Identify her? What are you saying, Pete? They're waiting for us. At the morgue.
3: What we feared when Joe agreed to do his act at Peter Compton's club has come to pass. Effie is dead at the hands of a madman. And Joseph Compertino says he was a witness to what happened. It hardly seems possible. But then again, I'm sure you will agree. The impossible is becoming the usual with greater frequency these days. We'll know more when we return shortly with Act Three. a cold
5: Budweiser, do you automatically reach for a glass? Well, sure, Bud's a great beer any way you drink it, but without a glass, you're really missing something. Now, take that wonderful Budweiser head of foam, for instance. Those bubbles, tiny though they are, still amount to something pretty special at the top of your glass. Taste appeal, And eye appeal, two results of exclusive beechwood aging and natural carbonation. It takes a lot longer to brew Budweiser that way. But brewing beer right does make a difference that you can taste. That's why when you say Budweiser, you've really said it all. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis.
0: Pollution, crime, substandard housing, energy crisis, corruption, inequality, vandalism. If you don't like these conditions, you can do something about it. Law Day, May 1st, reminds us that the great thing about our system is that people can have a voice in improving it if they understand it and if they use that voice in the many ways possible through involvement like helping to register voters, campaigning for candidates, voting. People of all ages can work to bring about change lawfully. But with almost half the population under 25, youth can make the difference. Learning what can be done and how should begin at an early age. Law Day urges young America to lead the way. Help preserve good laws. Help change bad laws. Help make better laws. A public service message of the American Bar Association and your state and local bar associations.
3: killed Effie, Joe must make the journey we all fear. He must look deep inside himself and trace the murderer in his mind's eye. The problem is, what more will he uncover? For if you look into any man's heart and mind, you will always find at least one black spot which he has tried to keep concealed. Why are we sitting here, Pete? because the lieutenant asked us to wait. He'll be back in a minute.
6: She looks so different, Pete. Like a poor imitation. Don't think about it, Joe. I can't think of anything else. I've got to find the man who did it. I'll never rest until I find you.
2: I'm sorry I kept you waiting. I had to check a few things out. It's
5: all right, Lieutenant. Now, Joe, uh, you don't mind if I call you that? No. Good. Uh, when did you see this taking place?
6: Well, Pete and I were at the church waiting for Effie Mm -hmm. when it flooded my mind. What time was that? It was about 6.30, 7.00. I see. And uh, was that the time you felt it was actually happening? I guess so. I I hadn't thought about it. Well, think about it. Were the streetlights on? Do you remember anything that uh, might give us a handle? Well, it seems the library was closed, but the streetlights weren't turned on. Uh, and I would put it at about 5.30. But uh, you saw it happen in your mind about an hour or so later, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, can you explain that? No, I-, I can't. Well, did you actually see them go off together? Did they get into a car? No. Well, I mean, I don't remember... All I know is I can see them together, Mm -hmm. and I knew something bad was going to happen. What's this all about, Lieutenant? Well, I'm just trying to get things straight. You know, there are some loose ends here. Like what? Well, for one thing, we found the body off Highway 50. That means she was in a car when she died. No, it means she was in a car when she was thrown off on the side of the road. She died hours before then. You mean to say she was thrown out in the middle of the day and no one saw it? Oh, it wasn't in the middle of the day. Doc Hatfield estimates she died about six o'clock in the morning. Well, with this new daylight savings time, it must have been pitch black when he... Or That's when... right. That means, Joe, your mind's
2: clock was off about 12 hours. You couldn't have seen her walk past the library when you said she did. I can't believe it. Joe, didn't you talk to Effie today? No.
6: but She said she was going to the city to do some shopping. She said she'd be away all day. And meet us at the church for the rehearsal. But you called her? Just before I left to meet Pete. I wanted to see if she got back earlier. And she wasn't there, obviously. Now, who answered the phone? Nobody. Where were you early this morning? In bed. Asleep. Say, what's going on? Well, Why like all these questions? Every little bit of information helps. I I, I don't like it. Can I go now? Ah, yeah, of course, of course.
3: Uh, just stay around where we can reach you, Joe. We may have some more information later and maybe some more questions.
6: Joe? Joe, open up. Were you asleep? No, I was just thinking. Did you eat anything today? Yeah. I'll bet. You haven't moved out of your room for days. I'm sorry about the club, Pete. That doesn't matter, kid. But it's all my fault. Forget it. I've got no future without Effie. You cooking something, kid? No. It's funny, I smell something burning. Oh, it's uh, incense. Oh, you're not going through that again, Joe. Forget that stuff, kid. That's not going to bring Effie back. No, but it will put me in contact with her murderer. Don't do it, Joe. It's not right. I spoke to Father Coyle about it. You had no right. He says you're literally playing with fire. He doesn't understand either. Why don't you explain it to him? Let him help. I'm not leaving here until I see things clearly. You don't have to. I brought Father Coyle with me. You can come in now, Father. How are you, Joe? I don't want you here, Father.
3: Your uncle
6: asked me to help. I don't need your help. I think you do. You told me how much you loved our Savior and St. Joseph. You're not appealing to them now, are you? I don't know what you mean. Oh, yes, you do, Joe. The incense, the magic circle on the floor, the cabalistic figures. You're reaching for the hand... All right, what of... if I am? What good did piety do? I lost my parents... Then Effie, perhaps I'll get some help now. From Satan? You don't want his help. He doesn't share. He possesses. I don't give a damn if he swallows me whole. I want my revenge, Father. I want to see the man who killed Effie suffer as I am. I want to see him in the same kind of torture. He is, Joe. Believe me, he is. Yeah, I know, I know. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Sunday morning. Don't you ever sleep? I will, after tonight. Pete, I've got him. I don't feel up to riddles, Joe. Who you got? That slimy monster who killed Effie. I've got him dead to rights. Now, look, don't do anything stupid, kid. Let me call Lieutenant Tawney. He, he can have No, him. Pete. I don't mean I have him in my room. I've got him in the mind. It worked, Pete. I've been put in touch with him. I want to go on tonight. Joe, without Effie, you haven't got an act. Oh, yes, I have. The biggest show I've ever done. Well, I don't know. Please, Pete, don't stand in my way. You're asking me to walk in the dark, Joe. Square with me. I can't, Pete. You've got to trust me. Then why can't you trust me? You wouldn't understand. Try me. All I can tell you is I'm zeroed in on him. I've got him in my sights, and you can help me nail him. How? Well, billboard my return to the club tonight. Play it up big. Hit the murder angle. Promise the suckers a startling revelation. I guarantee he'll be there. He won't be able to resist the bait. I appreciate your coming down, Lieutenant. Ah, uh, it's okay. I haven't had a night out in a long time. You know, Father Coyle. Yeah, sure do. How are you, Father? As well as my age and my
3: infirmities permit.
6: How do you like the view, Lieutenant? Isn't it grand? Near the angels, Father. Nearer the angels. <laughs> you got quite a crowd here tonight. It's all that publicity about Effie.
5: The buzzards are out in full force. They want to see Joe in action and maybe witness something else. Now, that's the cue for Joe's act. i got to introduce him. Just stand by. I'll be back.
6: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for the star of our show to make his appearance. And here he is, the man you've been waiting to see, the amazing Joseph. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tonight I'm going to skip the usual stunts. I'm not going to waste your time on the usual card tricks and memory gimmicks. I'm going to attempt something never seen before on any stage. But I'll need your assistance since I do not have... Well, since I'm working alone tonight with your help I'm going to reach into your minds and read your thoughts if you have a problem concentrate on it with divine guidance I will resolve them for you if there are any answers all I ask of you is quiet complete silence remember if you have a question concentrate on it you're doing fine I see thoughts swirling in space is there a young lady whose initials are JL in the room?
4: Hey, that's me!
6: Good, good. Would you please stand up? <clears throat> now, concentrate on your questions. Uh, yeah, I see a ticket in your purse. Would you hold it up, please? Thank you. Well, well, what are you. Now, that's an airline ticket to Las Vegas. Am I correct, please? My advice is follow your mind, miss. Don't use that ticket. Wait until you can pay your way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hold it, folks. I have, I have another message Another message coming through. Uh, George, George, I can't tell whether your last initial is B or V. George, will you stand up, please? Well, I have good news for you, George. You can stop worrying about your mother. It's not what you think at all. Her pains will disappear soon, and she'll be as good as new. The signals are fading, folks. I want you to let your minds go blank. There. That's it. I feel it coming through now. There's a dark thought taking form. Evil. Malignant. You're coming through now. I read you loud and clear. Will the man with the mark of Cain upon him stand up? I don't blame you for hiding. You've committed a terrible sin. There's only one way out for you. The Bible says an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and a life for a life. Stop it, Joseph. I called for silence. What you're doing is wrong. He must pay for his crime, Father. It's not for you to judge, Joseph. Don't try to play God. I am his instrument. Are you sure, my son? Look into your own soul. Judge not lest ye shall be judged. I have nothing to fear. Nothing, Joe? Think about it. Where were you when Effie died? In my room. No, you weren't, Joe. Six o'clock in the morning, Joe, where were you? She... She was wicked. She was everything my mother warned me about. I worshipped St. Joseph, and she laughed at my piety. She was carnal, and she tried to keep me from my vows of sanctity. St. Joseph in your name... That's blasphemy, me. I removed her from my life for your sake. I exorcised her as though she were a cancer on my soul. Pray for forgiveness, Joel! I was tormented all night. I went to her early, and I begged her to leave me. She refused. I told her we would go to Father Coyle and ask for his guidance. She struggled in the car and tried to run away. I stopped her. She was like a, a bird in my arms. A poor dead bird. Come with me, Joe. Everything will be all right.
7: Come. With me. No.
6: No, I must go with St. Joseph. What? I must... Give me the power, St. Joseph. Let me fly to you. On, Don't! Don't, Joe! Hey, hey, stay away! From... I can't believe it. Look at him suspended in space. He's standing <laughs> three. <laughs> Poor Joe. Poor Joe. He tried to reach for heaven and hell at the same time. He stumbled somewhere in between. Don't take it too hard, Pete. Did that end somewhere? Yeah, but not on the streets. You really think he killed Effie? Yes. Part of him did. None of us are saints, Peter. We're good and evil intertwined. Most of us can keep the worst of our nature in control. Joe couldn't. He was split right down the middle.
5: Well, one thing is sure. He paid his dues.
6: Let's get him out of here and mark his account... paid in full.
3: The worst we feared has happened. Joe took the fearful chance of looking deep inside himself for truth... and found that the truth was more than he could bear.
5: I'll be back shortly. Banks have their boardrooms. Hotels have their ballrooms. But one of the best-known rooms in the country is Project Hope's Room A. Here is where Americans as groups and as individuals send their contributions to support the work of Project Hope. It may be a check for $5,100 from a college group who held a hike for Hope. It may be $2.95 from a 10-year-old who saved it up from summer jobs. It may be a check for $10 from a retired school teacher. It may be $400 raised by a teenager in Massachusetts whose carnivals for hope have become an annual event in his neighborhood. Every contribution, large and small, helps hope continue its programs of treating the sick and training medical personnel to improve health care in many countries.
6: Health is what hope's all about. Help Project Hope reach out.
5: Help Hope reach out. Write to one of the best-known addresses in the country. Project Hope, Room A, Washington, D.C.
3: And so we close the entrance to the cave where murky waters run deep, but not always still. From time to time, we hear the evil rumbles of the coursing stream, but we manage to ignore its babbling and save our sanity thereby. Joseph Compertino lost this snack that civilized man has developed, this veneer that hides some of the ugliness within. He paid dearly for it. Our cast included Don Scardino, Dolores Sutton, Joseph Julian, Robert Dryden and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale.
4: What does he see in me? Oh, come
6: on, honey.
4: No, I mean it.
6: Well, let's see. You're pretty. (laughs) Well, I'm not beautiful. And you're smart. But I'm not brilliant. What can I tell you?
0: He's an artist. All artists are crazy.
4: But the most fascinating women in the world are ready to throw themselves at his feet.
0: Sis, you're pretty fascinating
6: yourself.
4: (laughs) Thanks to you, Bert. Thanks to me? You sent me through college, and there were the trips to Europe. Well,
6: I had to shape you up before I could marry you off. (laughs) And it looks like you got yourself a grand prize. The great Otis Manley Carter.
4: Oh, Bert, I want you to
6: like him. Oh, I like him. I like him. He's
4: so sweet, so kind.
6: Except.
4: Except?
6: What do you mean, except? Well, except every time he paints somebody's picture, it seems to me that person dies.
3: Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by New Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant... Dreams...